I'm super excited about today's episode because I'm gonna talk to you about choosing a good coding project, one of your first coding projects. So if you've been learning HTML, JavaScript, CSS, React, Python even, any of these languages, and you're ready to start your very first coding project and you don't know where to begin, this episode is for you. Welcome to Suitcase Coder the Podcast. I'm Laura and I host this podcast where I track my journey from joining a coding bootcamp to becoming a remote developer. My ultimate goal in life is to travel the world and see as many countries as I can. But for now, I'm sharing what I've learned so far to hopefully help and inspire future techies, freelancers, and digital nomads. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Yeah, so we're gonna get into what kind of project you should choose, how to go about choosing a project, where to start, how to ask for help, and all of that when it comes to your very first coding project, whether you're attending a boot camp, teaching yourself, or even in college and going through the computer science degree route. I'm here to hopefully help you help you. I'm here to hopefully bleh. I'm here to hopefully help you. Wow. I am here to hopefully help you through this process of choosing your very first coding project. So let me start by sharing all of the things that I did wrong when I tried to attempt my very first full stack web application using all of the tools that I had learned in my coding bootcamp. So to recap, I had learned HTML, CSS, jQuery, JavaScript, a little bit of React, Node, the whole, showing the whole full stack resources that I needed in order to complete this full stack application. And it was kind of fun because I had all of these ideas for apps to create. And instead of taking it easy, I went ahead and tried to create an app that was the most complicated app that I probably could have started with. It was either that or I made it complicated because I clearly had no idea what I was doing at the time. I had learned everything, but clearly I didn't know how to actually apply the things that I had learned properly. I wasn't thinking big scale. So what I ended up with was a bunch of spaghetti code, which if you haven't heard that yet, it's just a disaster of code. Like your code is unorganized. The tags are everywhere. You have functions passing into other functions, into other functions, and you're creating this just disaster. You don't know what is going on in your code. So definitely want to avoid that whenever you are working on your coding project. So let me get into it. The very first thing I'm going to suggest is to find some kind of mentor or somebody that's able to provide you both feedback and help for the points when you get really, really stuck. But let me talk a little bit more about this mentor that you should have while you build out your project. Because there are some things that you should do and you shouldn't do. So some things not to do is you definitely don't want your mentor holding your hand the entire way that you build out this coding project because if you do that, then you won't ever learn. Like if somebody's holding your hand and somebody's guiding you through every step of the way and you're not giving yourself a chance to struggle with it and actually learn and put in some thought into your own project and figure things out on how it actually works, then you're never going to get to the point of becoming a quote unquote real developer because you're always going to expect somebody to hold your hand or you're going to get a job and you're going to realize that in no job out there are they going to hold your hand and walk you through what you're supposed to be doing step by step, right? There's a lot of figure it out in being a developer. So get a mentor, absolutely, but just make sure that they're not doing all of the work for you or guiding you a little bit too much, which believe me, 
a lot of times we're going to want that hand holding, especially at the beginning, because, well, you have the resource, you don't know what you're doing, you are scared of having your computer catch on fire, which believe me, it's not going to happen, even though you do sometimes feel like you're going to press the wrong key or write the wrong code and everything's just going to explode. That's not going to happen. So once you have a mentor, once you have defined that you don't want them doing the app for you, you just want their guidance, then you can set some ground rules. So some good ideas as to why you would want a mentor while you're building out your first app is to spitball the idea with them and have them kind of verify whether the app that you're trying to create is A, either too complex, B, just right, C, way too easy. They can also tell you kind of where to get started. They can point you in the right resources. They can give you hints and pointers on things before you even get started on your project. Another reason is that they can act as a checking point for you as you're building out your app. So maybe you come to your mentor and kind of show them what you have so far at the beginning stages, at the mid middle stages, and at the final stages. And then once you've completed your app, you can have somebody who knows what you've gone through and what kind of work that you've put into it and understands the back end. Because a lot of times our apps, especially our first ones, end up being something as simple as like you click a button and something shows up. To somebody who doesn't understand code, for them to see that and their reaction to just be, oh, that's cool, they're not going to understand it. So having a mentor that understands all the work that you put in kind of behind the scenes in order for this app to function and to look the way that it does can be super encouraging, right? Also, they can just tell you like, hey, that's a really good app. You can probably either continue working on it and adding features to it or say, hey, that was an awesome, great first project. Now let's move on to something a little bit harder. So they can be your litmus test as to what your project is, how you did, what your code looks like, right? So that's gonna be important. If you're gonna take this project and show it off to a future employer, you wanna make sure that your project is decent enough to be showing off to a future employer. You wanna actually get the job. One last thing I wanna say for the mentor's sake is make sure that you are asking for feedback that you are willing to receive. So you wanna make sure that you pair up with a mentor that you can go to them and ask for opinions on your app, maybe the design on which way you should get started on it, whatever it is that you're asking them, you wanna make sure that you're able and open to listening to their feedback. And you wanna make sure that you're okay and receptive to the way that they're giving you feedback. Obviously you don't wanna like, if somebody's being super rude to you, just drop them, you don't need that. But, but be open to somebody's suggestions and opinions because if they're in a more senior position than you are or they've been coding for longer, then you wanna make sure that you respect them because they have that credibility behind their belt that can help you make sure that your app is what it needs to be. Okay, so now for actually choosing out an application or a project that you wanna build out. First things first, like I said earlier, you don't wanna make it too easy, but you also don't wanna make it too challenging. That's the mistake that I made. So what I tell all of my students is when they are working on a project is to come up with a final project idea and then cut all of the features that you wanna to add to it in half and then look at it again and then simplify it all over again. Make sure that when you are starting your project, you start with the bare minimum of what the app should do. So if you want an app that displays the nearest pizza shops, then all you need is a button probably a call to some kind of API or maps, and then return simple text saying, here's a list of all of your pizza locations. If you later wanna add, here's the top pizza locations, here's how long it will get you to the drive there. If you wanna input a city that you're gonna visit, 
or any discounts that you have, whatever extra features you want to add to this app, you can do so later, but just make sure that you start with the absolute bare minimum when creating this project. And make sure to not use your million dollar app idea for your first project because you're just gonna get frustrated. Give yourself a chance to make mistakes and struggle through a project first and then build up to the point to where you're ready now to build out an app that's gonna make you a million dollars. And if you wanna share those million, you know where to send it. You also wanna make sure that the project that you are creating is original, but not too original, right? So you don't wanna just create another to-do list or another recipe app or another calculator app and call it your own. Why? Because there's millions and millions and millions of those apps already sitting on GitHub. It's not gonna impress your future employers very much and it's great practice when you're learning, definitely do those projects as you're learning, but it's not something unique enough that you can say, I proudly built this from ground up. This is an idea that I am passionate about. This is an idea that I feel strongly about. You wanna actually care for the project that you are creating. However, that being said, it goes back to don't make it so unique that nobody's ever dealt with this kind of technology before or this kind of logic before because if this is your first project, you don't wanna be the first, first person to ever be doing something like this because then you're not gonna have a point of reference or anybody to guide you through any issues or struggles that you come up when you are building it out, right? So obviously make it unique. It's super helpful to create a project that you are actually passionate about or something or it relates to something that you care about. So let's say that you're a rock climber and you wanna build out an app that's going to help you meet up with other rock climbers and share rock climbing gear. I don't know what that looks like, but it'd be really cool to start rock climbing. So if you know how to rock climb and you wanna let me know how to get started, let me know, cause I am so down. But yeah, so if you have, if you're a rock climber and you wanna create an app that's gonna help you find other rock climbers and you guys can maybe share tools or go rock climbing together. I'm sure you guys need like some kind of buddy system when rock climbing, that would be super awesome. But let's say you are totally scared of heights, you would never get near a mountain, you would never ever go anywhere near rock climbing, you hate the outdoors, you wouldn't wanna build an app that has everything to do with rock climbing because that's not something you care about. So it's not gonna motivate you to actually work on it and that might actually end up delaying your project way more than you need it to be. And the very last thing that I did not do enough of, and I probably talk about in every other podcast episode as well, is before you even open up your ID, your text editor to start coding, plan it out, make a wireframe, create a to-do list, and then break those down into further to-do lists. Make a plan for yourself. So if you're a visual person like I am, I love using Canva, InVision, any Adobe XD, any of those tools, that's gonna help me visualize what my end product not only should look like, but then how those end product visuals are going to interact with each other. If I know that my end product has maybe three different screens, one for logging in, one for your welcome screen, and then one to display your random animal of the week, then you know that those are three visuals and you need to know how to connect the logging in button to actually show the homepage if it's the right user, it's not the right user, you wanna send them back to the logging in page. If they log out, you wanna have a separate page for that and you wanna make sure that those buttons, like so you get the idea, you wanna wireframe and break it down as much as you possibly can before you even begin to look at your code. And then don't forget that when you are actually coding your stuff out, make sure to use pseudocode. Write it out in plain English or whatever your language of choice is. Write it out and speak to yourself just logically out loud, even if it's silly, speak to yourself 
what it is you're trying to accomplish because that's going to help you once you actually sit down and code it's going to ease a lot of the stress and the frustrations from it because you're not trying to guess what steps are next you know exactly what needs to happen next now it's just a matter of figuring out how that code works rather than figuring out how the app works and how the code works and putting it all together in one go and that my friends is how to go about choosing your very first app or project that you want to work on as a coder obviously this is more so for those of you who have spent maybe a couple of weeks or a couple months already learning to code and you're kind of in limbo between I don't feel ready yet, that imposter syndrome hitting, and also I'm ready to start applying for jobs but I don't have anything on my portfolio, that would be a great time to start on these projects, right? Put into place everything that you've learned and give it a go. See how it works and if you want to share any of your projects with me, Please let me know, I'd be happy to share them as well and yeah, we can definitely build a community out of people sharing of any projects that they built and sharing any struggles that you encountered during that project, any advice that you want to share with anybody else going through a similar process, that'd be really neat. So if you're interested in joining some kind of Slack community or email community among other people who are listening to this podcast and are probably in a very similar boat than you are, please email me at hello at suitcasecoder.com or follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you guys next time. Bye. Oh, and if you're watching on YouTube, then please don't forget to subscribe as well if you've enjoyed this video, and hit the bell so that you can get notified next time I do post another episode.